When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. My talkers, thanks for hanging out with us today. And you know what? We've got a surprise. Actually, it's not a surprise. It's the regular. We have Julia back with us today. <laughs> Lori's hanging out with us as well. We're happy to have Julia. So let's have some fun, guys. I'm going to be the surprise co-host. <laughs> yeah, because the way you've been jumping in and out, you might as well right. be. <laughs> I really, I know you guys. All right, so I was in Bozeman over the weekend. So um, that, this is obviously your weekend, Clayton. <laughs> she's beating us hands I down. I, I'm telling you, I took my boys, and this is the first trip we've been on together since 2017 when we went to Seattle together. So it was just yeah, such, such a long time. How yeah. fun. We had such a great time and we skied the Locust Ski area. Bridger, Bridger Bowl, Bridger. And it had dumped, you know, three days, full days before we got there. Oh and my. so we skied Friday, wow. Saturday and Sunday. But was it, was, it sunny pack powder? It's not, we don't want pack powder, Lori. Okay, I'm not, the only one. Stephanie sent me a note today, sunny pack powder here yeah. at, at, at Vail. And I'm like, ah! Yeah. Yeah, it was sunny. It was the first day. It was not sunny, but, uh-huh. sunny, but it was beautiful, beautiful snow. Beautiful snow. It was great snow. And so, um, but going with the boys, they track technology. So this is three hours of skiing on Saturday afternoon, but they tracked. Um, the vertical that they did was 26,517 feet. The ascent um, was like... Is this all of it collectively? Yes, they do okay. these things. So it gives your heart rate monitor. The slope was at 42%. The duration of time, and I'm in the miles we went, um, it was just kind of interesting and different. It's I the would kids want to know technology. how many songs I listen to. We don't listen to music. Oh. We, Lori, we are always opposed to having people around us listening to music because they can't hear you. Shush you by. can, you can. You but that's can. how you skate. Well, yeah. we it was some gnarly stuff. I have it to was. admit. Yeah, well, did you, you know. get off your... Oh, I know. I've skied with your sister and it's hell on earth. She <laughs> finally yesterday said, do we have to do this run one more time? And I said, fine. And she's like, all right, we're going to Avalanche Gulch, which I just... I love blues. They don't I have... Lo- they have I very know. few there. I know, but the ones that they do, like when they have them, when they're a good long one, or even if we it's We didn't a- even go to that lift, Lori. Oh, yeah. We did not even... My, my kids are really good skiers. No, I know that. And That's so, why I've never gone back out skiing because the one time that Casey and I took the kids, your sister terrified every one of us. <laughs> and we've never gone on a ski trip with her or gone out there ever again. You know, we're just like, it's too much. We're holding everybody back. We're holding it. Well, mm-hmm. and I, I yesterday finally, when my legs just finally gave out, I yeah. said, just boys go with Auntie Catherine and just leave yeah. me alone. Yeah. I'll go get the car. <laughs> yeah. I'll go get the car. But this one, 
Oh that we had to were go you on. like, uh, I mean, were you there early? Just one day there early? We skied full, full days. Friday, then Saturday. Mm-hmm. You know, it was a big day in Montana because the Bobcats were playing North Dakota State oh. in the football for a championship. Oh, they're playing football this late? Yeah, and they're they're starting game tonight. Is it inside the, the big games tonight? The oh. big yeah, the college yeah, football. Okay, BCS, no, they're in Texas. Yeah, the BCS championships tonight, and North Dakota and the Bob and is it the Bobcats? Yeah, we're playing Bobcats. for the FCS championship. Oh my yeah. God, did you guys go out downtown Bozeman? No, then? it was at ten a.m. And it, they lost. And okay. they lost. But their star quarterback got hurt in the first series. Oh, oh, my gosh. So much so, excited for everybody. Oh, but then we were down 28-0. And we're oh, like, we're going. We're oh. going skiing. But it was <laughs> it was really, I just, you, my sister does have a good thought. Okay, so when you follow someone skiing, you don't have to make any decisions. My sister knows how I ski. I can follow her line. Mm-hmm. You stay by the trees. You stay over here by the powder. You know, she knows yeah. everything. But finally, at the end of the day yesterday, they're like, come on, mom, we're going to go do Avalanche Gulch, which I just hate because it's so steep. But to get there, you have to go on this catwalk grant that you feel like you're going to die to nope. get yeah. there. Nope. No, my sister, you, they tried to get us to do that. Oh, I can't just believe by the ever. name of it, yeah. I said I refuse to go on <laughs> that. I could, I could hurt myself. Well, 100%. But the mm-hmm. one true thing that she did say when it's so bloody steep and it's so big, you... Don't have any choices but to just go straight, you know, to make it work. Well, this is what somebody always says when they lay you down the trail of no return. <laughs> I've scooted down my butt. On... You're not the same. Yeah. No, no, but I mean, yeah. you know, like a steep mogul yeah. or something mm-hmm. that really seems scary, like you could go off yeah. the edge with those mogul. Right. So you got up there and you catwalked right. and you did it. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, no, I I was You're my legs. Skier, I'm a good skier. Yeah, my legs came. It's the legs. Yeah, I mean you have to really. So I think biking would have been a good thing to try to mm. do. You learn. When I was you more learn, fit this year though than I have been in years. Oh, I believe it. Way All your fit. tennis. Yeah, I was way more fit. Your legs are moving and grooving. I was Julia, way better. The time. It was it your was, thigh <laughs> muscles are in order. Okay, <laughs> and you learned how to ski. How old were you when you learned how to ski? Okay, so my theory is when you learn as a kid, yeah. you it instinctively the fall line mm-hmm. comes naturally to you. If you learn as an adult, I think it's you fight the fall line because you're tall and you're further to fall. When you're four and five, you don't fight the fall right. line because you're just gonna fall a little tiny right. way. This is just an unofficial ski it's theory unofficial. of mine. <laughs> but there were, you know, it was it was absolutely beautiful yeah, out there cool. Saturday and Sunday. And just, the, you know, everyone's happy when they're skiing. Oh, they are. It's so It's lovely. so happy. And it's so beautiful to ride mm-hmm. up the chairlift. And mm-hmm. it's so sunny and seeing the mountains in the background. How I mean, about, now I know you the probably chairlift? the chairlift. The lady uh, stuck okay, in the water. All, no. Oh. Who knew there was skiing in North Carolina? Not I, said the little Are we talking again. about the lady, the yeah. skier that hit the fire hydrant and it no, we're talking about people skiing at a place called like Bell Creek, North Carolina, and the chair is going up. Yep. And a water geyser yeah. opens up and yeah. starts yeah. knocking. Someone hit the fire hydrant. Yeah, but somebody started. It's knocking people off the I, chair. I would have died. Yeah, I they were they died. were stuck in freezing cold water. It was bursting up like a geyser oh. for five to eight minutes, oh, blaring on this couple sitting in this chair as the chair was stuck. It wasn't oh, like the chairs were moving. A few people went by, yeah. and then it finally got stuck. stuck. But it took them that long to I shut it down. Died. <laughs> oh, Julia, I would have died. So I was between my marvel. I'd never heard of that, and also I was marveling that I'd never heard of skiing in North Carolina. Don't ask. Ask me why <laughs> it's just not anything yeah, it doesn't we think come, of yeah but i guess there wow. are mountains there 
I can't imagine how horrible that would have been. Oh. I've never seen a fire hydrant on the mountain. I, I mean, well, it's, a, it's a water line for cre- producing it's, snow. It's for the snow. Yeah, it's for yeah, the yeah, snowmakers. So someone hit it and it just spit. Yeah. Oh, would and, you die? I mean, people were, I'm surprised nobody fell off. Oh. But people were, you know, that hurts a lot. Being hit by a fire hose? Well, by that much water experience. Well, no, but yeah, kind of. You know, I've fallen in a fountain once at the, what do you call it, Wet and Wild in Orlando. (laughs) (laughs) Same thing. Oh, gosh. Nice. Oh, Lord. Oh, anyway, we had just... It was a it was a great time. Good time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, for sure. That sounds. I, Casey, I, I, did he ask you for pictures last night? Yeah, because he goes, "What do you hear from Julia?" I said, "Oh, we never talk to each no. other. We're on trips." And I said, "I'm sure it's uh, they're having a wonderful time." And he goes, "Well, I want to see some pictures." I sent him yeah. some. We really. It was just, and you know, having that much time with your 25 and 26 year old boys yeah. just doesn't happen. Yeah. So that was to me. Uh, uh, did uh, you pay for everything? Of course, oh, it was course. very expensive. Nice, mm-hmm. mom. Let's do it again next year. Yeah. Same yeah. dates. Yeah, right, right, right. No, I know. Like I was, I was so happy though. Yeah. It just because listen, that's precious time. It is, and uh, you know, one of the things if you're able to whatever, if you're able to afford it, you know, uh, treat somebody. It's mm-hmm. just the it most was, wonderful memory to always, it always really, have. It really was, and they're yeah. so. Funny together. Oh, oh my gosh, funny. do they rip? Oh, they're mm. just funny, yeah. funny boys. So I really, I was grateful. How about you, Lori? Anything fun? Ah, Grant, I did a little twirling and staging and watching Dynasty. Nice. That's a good uh, That was my What's thing the twirling? yesterday. Twirling? Did you dance? No, I was trying on outfits. Oh, Julia. Lori's going uh-huh. away. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was trying on outfits and I was twirling in them and Anything cute and new? I bought a new swimsuit and a new cover-up. Nice. I'm like, damn. You know, so I was twirling, trying on footwear. I haven't done this for a while, you know. (laughs) Like, I kind of get into, like, Little Al brings sort of similar things. And I thought, I need to ratchet up the glamour one one tick. So everything had to be tried on. And the best show that I have on my DVR that I just love. Is it, Dynasty it, from even, the CW. It, it's still holding together. Well, Julia, they do that show like a network show. There's like 23 episodes Jeez. a season. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they split the year right. in two, but CW operating, which is for sale, by the way. Yeah, it just went up CBS for sale last week. CBS is selling the CW. They say it's never made money and since it emerged with UPN. That's a long time time ago. ago. No kidding. The WB, man. The WB, right. I didn't know that. Oh, that's hysterical. Anyway, all right, listen, when we come back, it's our story we can't get enough of. And unfortunately, the universe has been extra cruel in the last 10 days. We'll be right back. The theme song for Full House. Last night, Grant, who I told him... He's uh, better than TMZ. I he would sent say. us a text. I'm sitting here. What did you say? Watching facts? No. Literally last night, Lily and I were looking for something to watch, and I turned on America's Funniest Home Videos, okay. the newer version of it, and I looked over at Lily and I said, God, this newer version doesn't do it for me. I miss the old Bob Saget and um, who's the other Tom guy? Bergeron. Tom Bergeron. Tom Bergeron. Yeah. But I was like, Bob Saget was my guy. And then oh, yeah. not 25 seconds later, my talk gives me a little chime on my phone. Bob Saget Saget. passed away at 65. It was the most chill, hair-raising moment for me. I didn't even want to believe it. I I was just like, okay, Mistress Universe, you have been cruel the last 10 days. Betty White, 
on New Year's uh, Eve. And I mean, Sydney Poitier last week. Uh, there's been so many. And, and then Bob Sagan, I'm like, wait a second, isn't he like 62 years old? Right. He's 65 years right. old. And I mean, I didn't watch Full House because I was like, we were like 10 years too older yes, for that we show were. we were going out. But where I really grew to love uh, Bob Saget, A, I watched his comedy roles, but his years on Entourage, (laughs) where he plays basically this version of him this this who he kind of was. I mean, I fell in love with the guy. They played he played himself as a stand up comic Comic. who he he played who he was as a stand up comic on Entourage. He was the complete opposite of Danny Tanner, where Danny Tanner was the stay at home great dad, and on Entourage he was a he was a highlight drug addict, hooker loving man. He was great. Is Entourage still available to watch on HBO? I want to it's on HBO Max. Oh God, it is. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, I've rewatched it. That's a great show. Yeah. Great, great show. And and I mean, I just was like, what? And he had. You know, one of the things, I mean, you have been gone, my darling, my dear, but we've gone through several deaths <laughs> yeah. since you've been gone since over the holidays. And one of the things, you know, is that you can, it feels like, A, a lot of times people die while we're on the air, Yes, you know, close yes. to it, so you have to react to it in real time. But also, um, you can't get to all, like, sort of the amazing things that people have, um, done. have to say and yeah. Bob Saget and I read this last week he did it on his Insta or Twitter I can't remember shared a Betty White memory about being on the set at Warner Brothers and he was like a teenager anyway just this lovely story and that they knew each other over the years mm-hmm. and it was just like and I know you'll be having a drink with Alan and you can be together it was so so Sweet and kind. When she passed. When she passed. Right, right. And and he also, Bob Saget, was absolutely gutted yeah. when Norm MacDonald yes. died. And I remember how sad he was about Gary Shandling, yeah. who was like a mentor to him. Mm-hmm. He even, he, so in his comedy show that he did yep. Saturday, because he passed yesterday in the afternoon, and how that people found out was that housekeeping found after he never checked out. <sighs> so they went in to knock on the door. So he had performed two nights Two hours the night before, and in that performance, a couple of people talked about what he said there, and he just said something like, he mentioned several times how many comedians have died before their time, and mentioned Norm MacDonald, and mentioned Robin Williams, and Mm -hmm. he felt like they left too early. And then he also, there was a gentleman in the front row, and I think it was somewhere... It was the Ritz Carlton Punta Gorda. Where he died, but he where he performed, but like yeah. right by there, yeah. And people drove their golf probably carts there. I wouldn't be surprised if it was like a casino or something. Could have been, you know. Who knows? But he there was a gentleman in the front row with his daughters, <sighs> and he says, "I love this family time because you know he has three daughters, thirty four, thirty two, and twenty nine, oh, and no. was just talking about family and how great it is, and did a TV interview on Friday, I think, talking about how excited he was just to make people laugh. I mean, he he sounds like he was like uh, a one of the best TV dads ever based on the tributes of people who worked with him that way. But, I mean, he was a mental health father figure to comedians. Pete Pete Davidson. Davidson. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, 
Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Right, right. I mean, just like no one had a bad word to say about him. But he was a dirty guy, remember? The dirtiest comic oh, I've ever, ever seen in my entire I, life. I know. Yes. I wish I saw. Okay. I saw him twice, and it was. Did epic. you really? Yes. But I don't. You remember the roast? The box, yes, the comedy. And it was Central. so. It was so funny. It's and I so think in two thousand and eight yeah. or something like that. Yeah, was when that with Norm Macdonald mm-hmm. and all these other people. That one, Greg, Greg Geraldo. I think he's passed. Didn't he pass? You I know, think he did early. Yeah, yeah you're you're right. Gilbert Gottfried. He spoke today, mm-hmm. and so did Melissa Rivers. They both were interviewed by the Today Show. But I mean, here's the thing. He and he tweeted like what he had such a great time doing stand up yes. that night. But I do think that we have had two years of this life. Mm-hmm. This. After, you know, right. COVID right. pandemic that's still going on. Everybody has dark, funny thoughts. Okay. Right. <laughs> and, um, you know, but there's also, you know, like this, uh, you know, mental health crisis going on. But he is a comic and like he wanted to get out there. And so I could see him talk, joking about death or making things because everyone's kind of, we're just like, there's this sort of um, fatigue, and if you don't laugh about it, you'll cry about it. So I bet he was in some ways just like really hitting his comedy funny mark because he, he was... He called himself the fourth responder. <laughs> See, that's, that's I mean, because <laughs> EMTs hilarious. are the first, then the ER doctors are oh the second, then the firefighters are the third, but comedians were the fourth. We're here to make you feel good about all the stuff that happened to you. Obviously, mm-hmm. he could tell the jokes better, but he really saw his mission to bring people together for laughs. Yes, and oh, I just, you know, and I bet he was just kicking it, and I just can't believe I never saw him. But I know. he didn't, I guess, tour that much. No. We'll come back to we'll our audio to after the break, but... Um, he, his, the, you know, his family's in shock because he died of a widow maker. We that's believe, what I'm just, I'm, of a I'm massive doing, heart attack. I'm a yeah. medical examiner from afar and <laughs> I declared <laughs> this. Or you have so many jobs. Degrees. No wonder why you're exhausted. Yeah. Um, but he had what my I uncle Craig up. had, it's called the widow maker heart attack. And unless you're sitting on a bar stool or somewhere where a nurse or someone who does CPR, you're like gone in 60 seconds. Right. It's that's what they call it. Yeah. And they'll be able to tell that afterwards. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, he did, he was doing something he loved and bam, I mean, uh, he's probably made jokes about the old timers t- sitting around talking about how they want to go. And of course, every old timer wishes that they would go between the, 
You know, the thighs of a 24-year-old. Oh, gosh, Lori. You know, I'm just saying. Oh, gosh. I'm sure that's what everyone is well, talking about with their know, family. old-time guy. I mean, talking about guy friends yeah, sitting yeah. around. You know. yeah. I'm trying to be Bob Saget for a second. John you Stamos are, and been, Coolio yeah. and Norm MacDonald talking about how they want to go. You would have loved his stand-up. Knowing I, you, I think it's I like, want to go watch some specials. And they've put together already and, a YouTube compilation. It's already there okay. and everything. It's like Sex Monday on steroids. All right. Well, listen, when we come back the today show had tributes were pouring in for comedian actor bob saget we got a little of that when we come back talking about bob saget i know mm, i know geez. okay so um do you want to hear the today show they I, just yeah yeah let's put together. Listen, let's listen to that because it's always you know this just happened late yesterday afternoon the news and i think so many people have reacted already and the one i just kept thinking about was john stamos Oh, I mean, they are. They were close friends. Brothers. And yeah, they are. Yeah, they, they were are. brothers by another mother. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> well, <clears throat> excuse me. He also started in 2020 after the you know pandemic started. Bob Saget's here for you, a podcast, and he had everybody came on the yes. show. Everybody came on his show. I mean. If old time, you know, he was friends with Norman Lear. Yeah, I know. Pete Davidson, Whoopi Goldberg. I mean, just kind of everywhere. And uh, he, I guess, um, he, he lost his sister to scleroderma. So he was like the famous face of scleroderma, scleroderma Foundation. Mm-hmm. And his sister died of it. I'm not exactly sure what that is, but it's a chronic disease. Yes. And um like he's been doing that since she died. He's like he would do a lot of stand up just to right. raise money for right. awards. So cool guy. But here's the today show audio about Bob. For decades, Bob Saget was one of TV's most familiar faces, known as America's Dad. The actor and comedian was most famous for his role as Danny Tanner on the hit sitcom Full House. Okay, I have everyone's sandwich just the way they want them. (laughs) Playing the widowed father of three young girls for eight seasons. You girls are the greatest. His neat freak character was often uptight. Just a little soot. Just a little soot? Did you hear that, Michelle? I'm afraid I did. But could always make audiences laugh. During that time, he also hosted America's Funniest Home Videos. Oh, look at all these wonderful moments. Oh, is this fun. Saget had just kicked off a new comedy tour performing in Florida this weekend. On Sunday, Orlando authorities say they found Saget unresponsive in his hotel room where he was pronounced dead. Just hours earlier, Saget had posted on Instagram writing, I'm back in comedy like I was when I was 26. I guess I'm finding my new voice and loving every moment of it. Police say they found no signs of foul play or drug use. For years, Saget lent his signature sense of humor to a variety of shows, including Raising Dad and Surviving Suburbia. He also narrated the hit show, How I Met Your Mother. Kids, it's been almost 20 years since that cold April night in 2013. While his on-screen characters were mostly family-friendly, on stage his stand-up was sometimes raunchy, talking about that balance on today in 2014. I've always had comedy that was both family comedy, whether it be a role that I played, or my stand-up, I kind of was a little more unleashed. In 2019, he spoke with Al about the secret to his success. Why do you think you've had such longevity uh, in, in this business? Um, I have been a workaholic since I was a little kid.
Overnight, an outpouring of emotion. Full House co-star John Stamos wrote, I am broken. I am gutted. I will never, ever have another friend like him. His TV daughter, Candace Cameron Bure, tweeted, I loved him so much. And Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen, who grew up on Full House, wrote that they were deeply saddened, saying they know he'll be by our side to guide us as gracefully as he always has. You've been realized I had a good time. Thank you very much. A man who made so many laugh, being remembered in Hollywood and in homes across America. Saget's family also released a statement saying they want everyone to know how much he loved his fans, performing live and bringing people from all walks of life together with laughter. Saget was married to his wife, Kelly. He had three daughters, just like his character on Full House. I mean, he was like the fun uncle, too, to mm-hmm. all those kids that were on like Full House. And then they redid the Full House 2 reboot. Yeah, kind of, but I yeah. mean, you know, like imagine he's like 28, 29, and you're like 8 or 9. He would have been like so much fun. Oh, I know. And so caring. Anyway, yeah, that just is, I don't know, that just like really just was shocking. But I thought, well, okay, he's with Norm MacDonald. Mm-hmm. And people were just, you know, really quite shocked about I it. I think so. It, you know, that's what it always is with these damn widow-maker heart attacks. Right. I know. All right, oh, let's dear. take a quick break, and we'll be right back. You're listening to My Talk 1071. Name that tune. Name it. I don't even know. Is it, it's Mary Tyler Moore's theme song. That's, that's what I know. That's right, I don't know Julia. It's called. That is that is the Mary Tyler theme song. But the name of the song is is Love Is All Around, and I bring you this story because I knew you would be skiing or hot tubbing or resting or hiking or getting food yesterday morning <laughs> and you would not be watching CBS no. Sunday morning. And I don't even think we watch TV the entire week, except for football. Okay. Yeah. And so they had this great story, you know, um, and I'm glad that Mo Rocca, who I do love his Mo obituaries, but I do love that he's been profiling like legendary People whose names we might not know, mm-hmm. but we know something about them, and maybe they're in their late 70s, 80s, and right. 90s, you know, while they're still around getting interviews. So he had this charming interview with this guy named Sonny Curtis, who was a teenage member of the Crickets, too young to go with Buddy Holly and the Crickets, and that's why he didn't die in the plane crash. Okay. But he was this East Texas boy. Anyway, he's the guy who writes. The song, Love is All Around, mm-hmm. and records it, and here's his story. How did writing the Mary Tyler Moore theme song come about? I had a good friend who worked for the Williams and Price Agency, and he called me one day about 11 o'clock and said, they're going to do a situation comedy with Mary Tyler Moore, and they need a theme song. Are you interested? Why, sure. <laughs> you know, and... Uh, he dropped a four-page treatment, if you will. A synopsis, basically. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Off at my house. It was just this young girl uh, gets jilted in this small community in and, and, uh, the Midwest, and she moves to the big city of Minneapolis, gets a job at a news station, and rents an apartment she has a hard time affording. And that was about it. So uh, <laughs> I... Uh, I honed in on the part that she was uh, uh, renting an apartment she could had a hard time affording, mm. and uh, wrote, "How will you make it on your own?" Oh, so that's where it comes, right? That, yeah. How will you make it on your own without a roommate, which doesn't yeah. scan as well? Yeah. This world is awfully big, and girl, this time you're all alone. 
no. Anyway, I called him a couple of hours later and I said, who do I sing this to? <laughs> and he said, he sent me to see James L. Brooks. The producer. The producer. He said, we're not nearly to uh, that part of the show yet. We're not to uh, choosing the theme song. But I listened to what you have. I uh, got my guitar out and I sang it My guitar. Him. And he said, he smiled and said, sing that again. There was a black telephone on the floor and he got on that telephone and started calling people. And I had to sing it about 10 times. <laughs> before I left that afternoon, the room was full of people standing all around the walls. Just coming out, bringing more and more people in. Yeah. He's calling people, come in here. And he said, I need a cassette player. And I thought, I believe I got a shot at this. <laughs> wow. And Sonny's 84 years old, and they made the opening credits to fit what he was writing in that song, which you so feel. And I remember when I moved to Minneapolis from Duluth, and all I could afford was to live in my boyfriend's parents' basement, and that was very reluctantly until my friend got down here and we could be roommates because right. I couldn't afford to... Who could? I didn't know right. how I could right. live on my own. But I always felt like Mary Tyler Moore when I drove from Edina to 280 and University and I'd come around that curve and I'd always have the Mary Tyler Moore theme song in my right. mind because I'm like, I'm doing it. I'm in the big city. I'm going to make it on my own. I know. I don't know how, but I'm going to. I, anyway, I just thought that was such a cute story. And It's starling. Sonny Curtis lives with his wife in Nashville, and if you ever get to Nashville, he's in the Country Music Hall of Fame. Sonny Curtis. What a great name. Yeah, isn't it? And yeah. what a great, I mean, what an iconic song. That I love that. And whoever knew any of that? Nothing. No, Nothing. I love right. the stories about the stories about the people. <laughs> I, I do. I, I really know. do. All right, listen, we'll be right back. We just got to take a quick break. Hey, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us. It's Monday. It's our first full week. Yeah, and Julia is really going to have a hard time with it because <laughs> she's know. worked so little. I really. I said last week you remind me of me, and I was proud of you. Okay, thank you. Because I'm thinking, you know, I. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's like, you know, it's, uh, yeah, it's not without precedent. No, it, it, <laughs> no. I was just going to say, exactly, yes. exactly. Okay, by the way, I did something uh, so you guys don't have to. <laughs> I've seen this $5.99, I think. Or maybe it was free on, I don't know. You watched the Tender Bar? I did. Okay. Wait a minute. Just the way you said that, I did something so you don't have to. That's you, not good. Unless, okay, I will give you the selling points of the okay. Tender Bar. Points for Ben Affleck's sideburns, hair, cars, and clothes. And cigarette smoking, okay? And then, and, and kind of a... A devil may care attitude, but at the same time, I could never figure out why are you still living at home with your mom and dad? Oh dear, where he, are you screwing people? <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I, I, I don't know. So I anyway, say that I am. but the the clothes the, and the soundtrack was amazing. Oh, okay, okay. because it's seventies, huh? and the cool clothes. I mean, you gotta admit, guys were guys were peacocking in the seventies in a way that I see a lot of like a. Younger bands and stuff are like they're embracing, embracing the poly and everything. Just like looking as fancy as the women, and mm -hmm. instead of all this lumber sexual stuff and sure. all this, you know, Carhartt stuff. I, I really, uh, and that's why I love a mustache. I love the sideburns. I love the peacocking. I love that a guy had a 
cool car, cool shoes. I mean, that part of it, loved. And I loved the soundtrack. Right. Where is the story going? You tell me. Oh, really? Oh, Whoa, no. man, meandering. Thank God there was so much music. Uh, oh, because really? I really was shocked that George Clooney directed this. And then I, I saw that the author of the memoir um, was also involved with executive producing. Oh. It just could have been so much better. What a bummer. Yeah. What a bummer. I give this movie a C minus. Oh, that low. That's low. Well, be, because it had the sideburns and the mustaches and the car and the well, soundtrack. That's the only reason you're keeping it in the seats. That's correct, oh, Julia. Wow. I would have given it a D if was I didn't it have that. Was it torturous? It, it was. Casey knew in the first 10 minutes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> he seems like the guy that always chooses in like the first 10 he, minutes of the first couple oh, episodes. Oh, we tried to watch Stay Close, the big buzzy Netflix oh, show. Oh, I Couldn't tried to watch that too. I, he, too many holes and he's out. And I'm like, <laughs> it's got just enough holes to keep me in. I, I kind of <laughs> like that first one. I did too. Yeah. So anyway, but Casey, because my friend Babs was over, we had committed, but it was... It wasn't that long, you know, but it was, it went nowhere. It just really? went nowhere. And so the music was good. And the only thing I put down was check out soundtrack list. And I give props to the costume designer and Ben Affleck based on how great he was as this ne'er-do-well Lord Fonterloy in Lord of the Duel and in this I would say that Ben is really in a groove with his acting. Oh, so you thought his acting was good, but the story stunk. Yes. Okay, got yeah, it. Yeah. What about the young kid bartender oh, that we darling, heard? Oh, darling, but it goes back and forth between the 19-year-old kid and the 9-year-old kid, and it's uh, this, that, and the other. Right. It didn't know what it wanted what to be. What has George Clooney ever directed that we like? Well, Julia, you, you've riddled me again. I wonder. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know that there I is... mean, he did that Leatherheads up in Duluth. Well, with, that, that was terrible. Terrible. He Zelliger. did the Finding of the treasures of the art in the mm. World War II movie that everyone hated. The war movie. Yeah. I feel like there was a war movie he did, like Syriana. Oh. Did he direct himself? I don't know. Don't don't ask that question here. I've got another good movie, though. An A-plus <laughs> movie to make up for the scene. Don't minus. ask those questions. Okay. Okay. This is for fans. If you, in the last year or so, and I, I think it was last year, I, I, time is running together, um, but if you love that movie... The Peanut Butter Falcon, oh, a coming-of-age story, yeah. a story of friendship, a story of male friendship. We watched this darling movie, which Casey found, and we gave it an A+. Okay, what is it? It's called Come As You Are. And um, I'm trying to, I don't know what, what where it was streaming on something. And um, it was, like, so sweet and good. It's about these three guys... I think it's come as you are. Is that am I getting the name it's of that? It's on Hulu. Is it okay? Is that what it's called? Hulu, Amazon Prime. Is that it's what called it's called? Come as you are. Nineteen nineteen dramedy traveling 1990? nurse. No, sorry, nineteen twenty nineteen. Oh, okay. Oh. Traveling nurse takes three disabled men on a road trip to Montreal to get laid. To get laid at at a place, <laughs> at a place a brothel where that's what they that's what they specialize in is that people who are in. Chairs or right, you know whatever. I've heard of this a gentle movie. brothel. Nice. Yeah, but ninety five percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh my gosh, it was it was so funny and it was sweet and I love male friendship and Gabri Sidibe is the nurse in it and it's just amazing and there's a blind guy and I mean and there's a I mean it just was 
it, that's what it reminded me of, the peanut butter falcon. Was that kind of just sweet feel good yeah. and also um making you aware of what okay, yeah, how do how does that all that happen? Sure. Because there's sort of this thing about Oh, don't don't look, you know. Right. What works there? What doesn't work? Yeah. I mean, people have a lot of questions about that. It was so funny. And the guy who's a quadriplegic, of course, had the funniest humor because, of course, he can't do anything. Right. Not even, you know, whackity whack, whack, whack. I mean, he is truly helpless. Oh, but my. but his wiener goes up and down and Janine Garofalo plays his mom. And Oh, I love this. Yeah. Anyway, or it kind of reminded me maybe of like of Coda. Oh, I love that Coda. It's a sweet movie yeah. in that way. And it made... That's uh, on Apple Plus. Yeah, it just made us feel, like, good about the world. Yeah, again. nice. I'm Even though that. we kept going, wow, they live in Nebraska. Couldn't they have just driven to Nevada for something? They had to go all the way to... Montreal. Montreal, which is really quite a ways from mm-hmm. Nebraska. Yes, it is. You know where mm-hmm. it is. I it's do a, know where it is. Isn't it straight like, up from yeah. New York? Mm-hmm. Something like that. So anyway, but it was part of the it was the road tripping, and so that's that's that it. sounds like a really sweet movie. All right, it I was. can do that. Grant, have you watched anything exciting? Uh new. Not you're catching up on stuff. Yeah, I'm catching up. I, I got to caught up on The Witcher this weekend. Fin- fin- finished that. Wasn't that. That was a great so ending. Did the last great. three like you told me to, like a movie. That it, was really good. It was epic. And I, you know what I've been doing lately? All the Harry Potters. I never watched oh, them. Oh, they're good. Aren't I've they? never watched them, and I've crushed out all but the last two here because I want to watch the reunion. So that's really it for me. Yeah. yeah. Well, it was a nice chilly weekend for opting to oh yeah. it was so cold inside. here this was, weekend yeah well now we're broken we've been broken uh twice by the winter so you know 20 is going to continue to feel warm <laughs> for the rest of the year no worries now everybody we're broken. broken it's true it's true i agree we can't we can this is the sunny side of january people we've been Bitterly cold at least two or three times now. Mm-hmm. So and it's going to get lighter starting pretty and soon. And starting getting, tomorrow's going to feel like 30 people will be in vests and shorts. I saw someone mm-hmm. in flip-flops at the airport this morning. <laughs> well, they were coming in Bad, from somewhere. Yeah. No, it was leaving Bozeman to come here. Oh. I was just like, what? And then wow. I was looking at his feet thinking, is there a foot issue? I mean, I was, <laughs> did, they look, I was, did they look big or They didn't look bad, but I was really just yeah. intrigued trying to figure it the whole situation out. Yeah, probably like my mom when I would leave the house in clogs in 10th grade. Remember, be remember six, that? Like, what's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? And there'd be all this No mittens or hat. Yeah, you're going to slip and fall down. No, I'm not. I can walk. I'm not like your old feet. I'm saying to my mom who's like 35, <laughs> you know. Geez. Your old feet, mom, at 35. I'm at really, 35. No, She's in her prime. Think of that. <laughs> <laughs> Think of that. So I mean, really. They seem old when you're seven or, you know, I yeah. was like 15 and no, she was like 32. She's on. Even a 25 year old seems old when you're 15. Though, yeah, you know? really. It does. Oh, my goodness. Oh. <laughs> you're calling your mom old at 35. Oh, yeah. No, That's well, hilarious. because she's your mom. First That's of all. true. Yes, right. Yes, right. Yes. All right. So everyone woke up to um, find out that our Vikings team has been. Oh, this- Grant gave yeah, well, me that. He was uh-huh. TMZ. I got to deliver the news to Casey at the gym. And he was working out. And I always just like can't even believe like how fast he's like a whirly bird. Is oh, going so my fast. son told the funniest story about going to a spin class with, his, with Casey, Casey. The sweat. The sweat. You no, need a no, sweat that guard from sits, him. No, that he gets in the front row, and because they were taking kind of a break, and they're slowing down on a slower track, and he stands up. 
and is like pushing the instructor to go harder. And my son is like, (laughs) and there's Uncle Casey challenging the teacher to work harder. Because we're all dying and Casey's up, come on. Oh, yeah. Is that all you got? I mean, can you even imagine? Oh, my gosh. I I mean, everyone's dying. And and Will said that that was something to see. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no. He, and he, he he doesn't ever sit down. No, he doesn't but take he breaks. stopped what he was doing, and I could see he was annoyed. <laughs> Took off his ear pad, you know, because we don't ever say hi to each other at the gym unless we're crossing paths. And he like kind of turned like, his head. Oh, I said. Well, I just wanted to let you know that the Vikings fired Zimmer and Spielman today, and he just started doing a happy dance. Yeah, every I think <laughs> and everyone his look is. of annoyance left his face. Yeah, there I you said, go. You can say you can thank Grant. He messaged me. I yeah. know. Oh gosh, so you're getting it fresh like six minutes ago. It was. Yeah, yeah it was hot off the press this oh, morning. Oh yeah, he was so happy. I suppose I, a lot of people were happy. About I think that. so. Well, yeah. they had eight years to try to make it work oh, together. My. Plenty of time. Ziggy and Wolf. Well, we've got only to go up from here. Yeah. A little bit of down before we go up, but yeah. All right. (laughs) Good things are going to happen. All right. We'll be right back.